Frito's the guy that, uh, you know, I send him the MP3 when we when we do the, the jingles for him, and he listens to him in his car and sings him at yeah. the top of his lungs. Uh, I just listen to him on, you know, like my runs on, yeah. the, uh, mm-hmm. on the phone, you know, well. just in a continuous loop, that, that you would take the time and invest <laughs> all that money in yep. high production quality, production value on mm-hmm. my behalf is just touching, and I feel like in order to pay tribute to you, I should listen to it on a continuous loop. And that is a beautiful thing. That is a uh, that is a beautiful. There used thing. to be a ringtone available, I, b- I believe. Yeah, wasn't there, it? Was, there was there yeah. was a long time ago. Yeah, I don't even know. Can, people don't even make phone calls anymore. So uh, yeah, I don't even know if, if people still do ringtones like that. Yeah. I, I isn't it just an MP3? Is, isn't that it? I thought that I don't I, know. I, I remember uh, Andy put it together and he sent it to me. Yeah, and. Uh, I didn't know what to do with it. I'm like, yeah, now what? You know? Yeah, you can't. It would be weird for you to, for someone to be sitting there and then your phone rings to, yes. to free call. Well, it was calling. free calling, so it would be yeah. pretty good. Like, if it was a regular call, like, you'd hear that coming through. That right. That is cool. And yeah. I, I did thank Andy for it because, yeah. like, Andy, that's really cool. But yeah. I, I, I don't know how to do this. So. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I should have it on my phone for when you call me. But, you know, yeah. so so uh, it's been a couple and weeks. And I haven't called you in a couple weeks, so I've, I've, I've missed you all. Well, you've been out. You've been, you've been busy. Now, a week from today, by the way, we're going to be we're going to be hitting the links uh tee it off and we playing some golf looking forward to it right i know i'm 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 looking forward to it i mean as people know watching me play there'll be five shots that are pretty good you'll look at them like man he must be pretty good and then yeah that offsets the 85 to 90 other shots uh which uh aren't that good what is also fun is that you know <laughs> when you're lining up the putt on the green uh frito goes into announcer mode <laughs> I do. And I do the uh, the soft Jim Nance voice. That's right. Here is uh, who's the gentleman we're playing with on the Monday. Uh, Greg is John Desatel. John Desatel. John Desatel. We didn't know much about John until he entered this contest, but we have seen this young man emerge as one of the great golfers here at Nippo Lake, lining up a triple breaker, forty-five footer for birdie. John Desatel. <laughs> Putter is back and through. It's on its way. It's uphill, now downhill, now turning Get up, now all. back right, now left, and it is an all oh, for John Desafel. John Desafel. That's great. That is so, awesome. John, be prepared for five and a half hours of that. That's pretty good, man. That's nice. <laughs> I was playing the Masters and, theme and behind you. I also work in all, uh, because I work in a job where profanity is uh, forbidden, I, I save up all my profanity. For the golf tournament. For the golf tournament. It's a beautiful thing. Nice. It's a beautiful thing. Ah, that's <laughs> and I awesome. fit right in with yeah. uh, everybody. So that's that's a good thing. Looking forward to it. So let's, uh, wait a minute. Let me see if I get this straight. So Dustin Pedroia coming back from the uh, the injury list. He comes back and all of a sudden, boop, he's back on it. Yeah, a little I, scary, isn't it, Frito? Yeah, I mean, well, I think he's at that, that stage now where it's he's been around for a long time. And yeah. They're gonna be conservative. They've been conservative, but you know he came back and now he's back in the DL. Mookie Betts was one who had a lingering thing, and then all of a sudden he's on the disabled list. JD Martinez left the game in the ninth inning last night with back spasms. Yet 
They beat Houston. They beat a guy who hadn't lost this year in Charlie Morton, and they continue to find ways to win. And that's a great sign for this team that you can take away guys who would be key cogs in your lineup and Betts and Pedroia and, and really not miss a beat. I mean, they're the first team to 40 wins in Major League Baseball. Martinez leading the league in homers and RBI. But I think one thing Alex Cora does have, and this is something Francona, Terry Francona certainly had, was a long view. It's like, well, we, we don't need to get a win in June in Houston or win this series or, or accomplish a lot now. We need Mookie Betts healthy in September, October, or Dustin Pedroia healthy in September, October. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to be really cautious and conservative, especially with Pedroia because of his age and just because of his injury and surgery history that mm-hmm. – you know, they've got to take some time with him. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but sometimes <clears throat> the Red Sox are underdogs in the road, and a $25 bet at plus 160 <laughs> would net you like 42 bucks. so it's pretty important to a lot of fans out there. Yeah, yeah a lot of fans, a lot of oh, fans. Oh, Kelly. Yeah, a lot of fans. <laughs> uh, what's the uh, Eric Fried from NBC Boston on the phone with us? I don't know if you, you guys heard the guy from the, the Cardinals pitched a no-hitter into the ninth for the second time. Oh, Michael Walker. Walker. And yeah. he blew it. And he blew yeah. it. Oh, that hurts. That hurts. He's on the comeback trail, so it's a good story in the long run, right? Isn't he? He's coming back for something. Well, I'm just waiting for Kelly to say, well, I, you know, I had, uh, <laughs> <No>. you know. <laughs> what if somebody uh, theoretically had 50 clams on a guy who was, uh, you know, working on a no-hitter? But uh, yeah, it's not in this case, Kelly. Crazy story. Fredo theoretically almost had uh, somebody had a, almost had a wager on the over in the Cubs-Mets game yesterday. John Lester <laughs> pitching. Fortunately, they did not make that wager because there was a 2 to nothing final. John can Lester nothing final. Can I ask Mets a can't score right now? Can I ask you a question? <laughs> I've always wondered this. How do you decide what to bet on? Because you, you can bet on a lot of it depends anything. on what's on TV. Really? Oh, so you, absolutely. Okay. So you want to watch? Yeah, it gives you yeah. more interest in right. watching something. Okay. Same All thing right. like with fantasy football and fantasy sports you are rooting for players that maybe you normally wouldn't have had any interest in and then you can you know how many yards are they going to get how many carries how many you know. i just would never imagine betting on baseball you know, right football you, you do realize there are a thousand channels i know so, you know kelly could find camel racing right. and I, cutter listen, yeah. and bet on that we were, i had a friend frito i had a friend that, <laughs> a friend. <laughs> that took the over in the stanford wright state uh college baseball game friday night it yeah. did not pan out for him yeah. unfortunately wow but, and, and when you look in the mirror do you see that friend kelly I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can see his face. Uh, oh, Eric, Kelly. so what's your take on the whole, uh, you know, like uh, the whole uh, the NBA finals yeah, here? Yeah, because we, got the we haven't even talked to you since I the Celtics know. were still playing. And all this to. talk about it's going to be a blowout. Well, the first game certainly wasn't. It was a mistake that could have cost, it may have indeed cost uh, yep. Cleveland the game. And they weren't that far out of it for a while last night. Is there any chance... For the Cavaliers, what? or should I say, for LeBron James, because the Cavaliers just do nothing. It, it seems I, even like even on. I heard Kelly mention this before. Even watching last night, when the, you know the Cavs would get you know, within within striking distance, but it never felt like the Warriors weren't in control of that game last night. And I felt like after the whole J.R. Smith losing track of what the score was in, in that game one, where they they had a chance to win it. I, I know a lot of people have painted the picture of, well, that, that was backbreaking. The series is over. 
I, I, I'm not prepared to count LeBron out because we saw that in the Celtics series that and he can take it to another level. But how many times can you keep going back to that level, playing the full 48 minutes and carrying the entire load of your team? Yeah. And it's not like you're facing the Celtics without their two best players and Kyrie and Gordon Hayward. You're facing the Warriors who are at full strength with Curry, who's playing out of his mind, hitting nine threes last night, with Durant, with Thompson, with Green, with their bench. It's just too much to ask for in this series. And I I thought that game won. They gave it their best shot, but after it fell apart the way it did at the end of regulation and in overtime, it just felt like there was no chance for them to win last night. Now, going back to Cleveland for Wednesday, could it be different? Sure, I think LeBron's going to play out of his mind, but I just think Golden State just has too many pieces yeah. to, to fight through for LeBron. And, you know, the, the talk will then shift to where's LeBron going to play starting next year because it, it certainly won't be Cleveland. It's so telling when, they, when the announcers go to the break. Yeah, they'll read right over, the, uh, over LeBron James. And the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'm like, <laughs> although Kevin Love had a decent night last night, but still, yeah, yeah he's right. not getting enough help. Right. Uh, switch over to the NHL. We got Alex Ovechkin, who has never won a championship against a team. At first, it looked like everybody was talking about the Las Vegas Golden Knights, and all of a sudden, boom, here we are. Washington's up 2 1. Well, Vegas got that game one win, and I, I know this is something we've talked about a ton, where to go from a team that wasn't expected to make the playoffs to playing for the Stanley Cup. And winning game one, scoring six goals, that, that was ridiculous. But Washington got back to what they've done well. I mean, Braden Holtby, you, you talk about getting the hot goaltender. Yeah. He made that unbelievable save in game two. Uh, he made one mistake in game three. It ended up in the net. So the caps are up. They've got the momentum. And they've got that kind of, I don't want, we, I don't want to call it the desperation, but they have come up short and come up empty so often they're they're playing like a team like you know for for 10 15 20 years this franchise has been trying to climb and and, and get to a point where they are right now they're finally in the finals and for vegas it's all so new you know it's all you know this is just the first year we this is going to be something we're we're able to repeat so I, i just sense that little that that bit of every shift desperation from washington that that kind of separates teams in series in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Now that could change tonight, but I, I kind of like what I'm seeing with Washington right now, especially when you got the the hottest goalie in the uh, in the in the playoff in the playoff series at the moment. Kelly and I both agree. Uh, uh, Las Vegas, the fan base hasn't no, earned the championship. They have yet. not. They have not. The what do you Just got, like Kelly? Jimmy Dunn says. Well, what back to now, hoops. So, what is the uh, Greg in the morning buzz? I don't know if you've seen it. I think I don't know how you can miss it. Um, take on the pregame pump. Ceremony on ice at Vegas home games. I Have you seen was, this thing? I the, thought, the whole theater, the whole Vegas, uh, yeah, I, you know, lounge act thing. I thought it was way over the top. I, I was kind of like, Ugh. and so much so in game one, I did not watch the opening of game two because I wanted to skip it. You know, yeah, a little much for me, Frito. Yeah, well, we're all old school. Yeah, we're yeah, not the new school. We're not the, the hip youngsters who. Yeah. Yeah, who they're appealing to apparently. So Kelly's I'm got, uh, you. you know, I'm, I'm with you. I think LeBron's out of Cleveland, and I hope I pray he doesn't go to the Sixers. And I don't want him to go to the Lakers because they're only one title behind the, the Celtics. Um, but as far as the Celtics go, Frio Danny Ainge said last week he's probably just going to try to try to tweak this offseason. Do you believe him? Well, I, would you have believed him coming into last season that when the the roster was flipped over, there'd only be four guys? carried over from a, a team that made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. I think he's some guy who you have to say, if he 
if he comes out and says, I'm going to tweak, I'm going to make some moves, uh, you have to believe him. You have to say, well, this is a guy who completely backed up the truck just about and, and made things happen. Now, uh, I, I, I like, I'm a big Marcus Smart fan. I know there's a, a mm. growing group of people who just like every time he, he sets up for a shot, they go crazy. But he sets the level of intensity, especially defensively for that team. And I'd like for them to find a way Me too. To, to keep him because I think he's, he's critical. You know, he's one of those guys who's just going gonna to get on the other team's skin. He's going to bust his butt. Um, but it's going to be an interesting chemistry experiment because all of a sudden you've got healthy Kyrie, healthy Gordon, and now you've got these other guys who have had an opportunity to show what they can do in Rozier and Smart and Tatum and Brown. And that's a lot of... <laughs> that's a lot of all-star caliber guys to try to figure it out. So maybe that's what Ainge is talking about, that they've got to find ways because there's just not enough to go around. Yeah. Where are we going to see you this week, bro? Got a little lax, bro. little Perfect lax. Of bro, bro. Dude, total I'll lax. Be, I'll, be, I'll be talking about lax bros. It's the Boston <laughs> Cannons and picking on Dallas Thursday, 8 p.m., lax Sports hey, net. I've never asked you this. What sport? Right. What spo- sport that isn't watched to the level of you know basketball, baseball, or football? Yeah. Do you think is the most fun and people should watch more of? Uh, I would pay good money to have a camera pointing at Kelly Brown as one of his bets are on the line. Okay, with time running down. In That's a, in a good a game. sport. I think that but would like, be very entertaining. But a sport that you've covered, like you're All like right, this is a lot that, of fun. Uh, is getting a lot more viewership, and I just covered it for the last two weeks. It's softball. I agree. I, and it's coming on. It, the numbers keep going. I just did a couple of regionals for ESPN, and the energy level, the excitement's great. The quality of play is great. Uh, the access to players, the teams, they get it. They're very active on social media. They're, they're, you know, it's not like they go on the Good. field and they just kind of shut themselves off. They, they're, they're working with the cameras, working with the crowd. I mean, it's a good energy sport, and it moves quickly. Baseball can learn a thing or two about the pace of play and, and the things that they do in that sport. So uh, that's one I think uh, I'm a fan of, not just because I, I did it the last two weeks, but um, I think a lot more people are getting on board, too. I have been Title saying that for tonight, years. I, I have been mm-hmm. saying that for years, that very same thing right there. So glad to hear you say it. That's why we get along so well, Greg. All right, buddy. Well, we uh, look sure, forward to it. We'll, we'll so- see you on the first tee. I'll be practicing uh, 7 a.m. Monday. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll John, uh, bring your A game because the four of us, well, David will bring his A game. <laughs> but Kelly, uh, Kelly, Greg, and I will uh, yeah. be there for uh, comic relief. I'm pretty much toast after the 14th, you know what I mean? That's me. <laughs> but, uh, all right, Fred. It does have a 13 hole limit. That, uh, I, I, I have seen that. Uh, 14. I'm good. All right, so we'll talk to you next week, Looking and then we'll see you, you next week. Monday. All right, Eric out. Freed, everybody. Uh, quick break. we got to come right back. A lot of other news to cover, including wait till you hear this secret audio released of a tantrum thrown. Uh, on a popular television show. Wait till you hear it. It's next. Be right back. We got some breaking news. Covering New England better than anyone. This is Greg in the Morning Buzz.